In this episode, I'm going to go over how to not be constantly stressed around food and dieting and have food always be on your mind when you're on vacation and actually be able to enjoy your time and be able to have fun and be able to try new foods and actually experience the culture, but also not go overboard with it and not gain a lot of weight because of it. And then later on have regret all the weight that you gain or regret going overboard and you're feeling really like sick and nauseous the next day or after you come back, you feel you don't really feel your best. And also how to stay consistent with your gym progress when you're on vacation as well. How to ensure that you're not losing a lot of muscle or that you're not ruining a lot of progress or the hard work that you've put into the gym. I'm also going to share with you some of the cheat codes that I use in order to not really gain as much weight on vacation and be able to still maintain my progress. So let's really adjust some of our expectations when it comes to food and dieting and our approach to eating on vacation. What I really try to help people do is move away from the term of having a diet be something that you are going on and off of it or something that you take a break from. What we really want to do instead is create an eating protocol, which is this is what I eat. This is when I eat. This is how I eat. And this is just who I am. Not I have to do this. I have to eat healthy. I should do this. I should do that. And really moving away from the terms of like healthy and unhealthy. There's so many like different definitions of it. So many people think different thoughts around the same foods being healthy and unhealthy. We want to get rid of all that. We want to make a process, a protocol that is drama free, that you can just stick to, that is sustainable long term. And it provides some structure, but also flexibility of flexibility within that structure. You don't want a life that is too structured. You don't want a life that is too flexible because on either end of the spectrum, you have you will have an ineffective life. You, if it's too structured, you're not going to have fun. You're not going to be able to experience the foods that you like. You're going to have like a specific meal plan that you're going to have to follow every single time, everywhere you go. We don't want that. We want, I want you to still be able to have fun and try new foods, but also not too much flexibility where you're going overboard and it's like a free for all and you feel like shit and you are just kind of reversing a lot of the progress that you've made and you've worked hard for as well. I want to make the comparison with finances. Let's say that you go on vacation and when it comes to your finances, you don't just take your credit card and just start buying everything and anything that you ever set your eyes on or anything that you slightly desire because then you're just going to spend all your money and you're not going to be able to have much money when you get back. And it's going to be kind of like a painful process afterwards. But when you really truly value your money and you spend it on the things that you care about, you buy the things you truly want to buy and you appreciate the stuff that you buy, but you also don't need to buy everything because it's a new place and it's a new country and you don't have these things back where you're from. You don't have to have everything in sight. And it's going to be the same thing with food. When you go to a new place, when you're on vacation, when you truly value your body, when you truly value what you put in it, you make eating a sacred process and you go and you go to this new culture, you go to this new country, you experience the foods, but you only eat the foods that you truly want to eat and you actually appreciate the foods that you have in your plate, in your mouth. And you don't also have to have every single thing because it is new and you haven't tried it. But when it comes to all-inclusives, you don't just eat things for the sake of eating things, but you actually eat things because you truly want to eat that food and you want to try that food and you will eat just enough for what your body needs and until you're full and then you can leave the rest. Because experiencing new foods and eating junk foods and eating sweets and all that stuff, it is completely fine. That is 
a treat and it is fine and it is something that can be part of your vacation protocol and part of your regular day-to-day life that is like something that i always try to really enforce with my clients is that at least having junk food in your day-to-day life is going to help you not go overboard in any given situation but what i really want you to think about is that experiencing junk food it is a treat overeating binge eating eating till you're sick nauseous that is not a treat that is not something that is um, something that needs to be a once in a while thing either. That is a behavior problem that needs to be adjusted so that you can actually have a healthy relationship with food. And also to put your mind at ease, it takes 3,500 calories above your maintenance to gain a single pound of fat. So this means that you would need to overeat a lot of food in order to gain a single pound of fat. The reason if you have gained weight and you're overweight is not because you overate one time or for one week, it's because it's been a consistent um, habit that you've been doing day in and day out for like weeks and months and years that is causing the weight gain to gradually build up. This week or like however long you're on vacation for, um, if it's a short period of time, that is not going to make a huge difference in your overall fitness journey If you even if you do end up overeating because it takes a lot of calories to be able to gain that fat. And you can just come home and get back on track very easily. It's not really a big deal. And the same goes when it comes to wanting to lose fat. It is something that needs to be a consistent process over a long period of time in order to see the results that you want to see in a sustainable way. So this means that you want to make this process, the whole process of your eating protocol, sustainable and long-term and that's why you want to include junk foods in your day-to-day eating protocol or foods that you truly want to eat and are like less nutrient dense so that you don't have this um, feeling of deprivation and it's not really a diet it doesn't feel like a diet so i'm really telling you this so that you can put your mind at ease and you're not constantly stressed if you do overeat or if you go overboard it is okay you can get back on track but i also don't want you to use this as an excuse to go and overeat. I really want you to learn to create a healthy relationship with food where you do not have the desire to overeat. And the more that you can actually create this identity, stick to it, this is just what you do and how you do it, the easier it is going to be in the long term because there's going to be a lot less resistance and this is going to be just something that is so easy to do for you and it's going to be more uncomfortable for you to fall off of this protocol and eat in other ways than it is to actually stick to this protocol. It is really important to learn to fail at anything and forgive yourself. The forgiving yourself is what's really important to keep going in any um, journey that you have, especially when it comes to weight loss, but especially when it comes to fitness, a lot of times we think that we need to beat ourselves up so that we can change. But with every client that I've worked with, when they're beating themselves up, they end up actually giving up and they need to start back at square one again. So you need to learn to fail because it is completely fine to fail. I have had many binge eating days and overeating days on my path to actually being able to be where I am today. And I still have days where I eat a bit more than I had planned to, and that is completely fine. But you just need to learn to fail and forgive yourself and evaluate why certain things happen, how you can really change something and do something different for next time. So first thing we're gonna be talking about is category of food, how you're going to portion your foods, how you're going to include junk foods, how you're going to create structure and flexibility at the same time. So I am staying in Puerto Vallarta and this is an all-inclusive resort. And when it comes to all-inclusives, 
People think that they need to get their money's worth by eating as much as possible or drinking as much as possible because you paid for this trip. And what I really want you to think about when it comes to this concept is that it will not affect you financially either way if you overeat or if you do not overeat. You will be paying the exact same amount of money and you are just consuming what your body needs. When it comes to like the financial aspect of it, it makes zero difference to you financially if you are overeating to the point where you're sick or if you are eating to the point where you're just full normally. You're just eating what your body needs and then you're going to go through the next day and eat what your body needs and then go through the next day. Food is not scarce. There will be more of it. There will be more chances for you to try good tasting, amazing food the next day. There will be more chances after this trip when you go home, there will be more chances when you go on other trips. It is not something that is needs you like you need to kind of stock up on right now because that's really what our ancestors needed to do when you would eat more than you would need to so that you could store it as fat and actually use that fat as fuel for later so that you don't starve. You do not really need to do that if it's an all-inclusive. You can just eat what your body needs because that's how it's meant to function. And then you can go through the next day, eat what it needs, and then the next day so that you're not storing fat, which is basically just energy that your body does not need. So especially when it comes to all-inclusive, you want to eat what you truly want to experience, not just eat for the sake of eating and getting your money's worth. And really getting away from this like FOMO fear of missing out of like, oh, I have to try this food because I'll never get to try this like culture's food. You get to try those foods, but you don't have to try all of them. You don't have to try every single thing. The, the thing that we talked about financially, you don't have to, um, when you have your credit card and your vacation, you don't have to buy every single thing because there's not the same similar thing back at home. And when it comes to creating an eating protocol, if you're not on a meal plan, you do not have to have the same like, rice and chicken and uh, broccoli every single day and be like, or in order to maintain my progress, I need to eat the same things I eat back home, especially if you're in like a restrictive diet and you haven't been doing this like um, sustainable long-term approach. But really when it comes to creating an eating protocol, you want to start dividing up your plate with two fifths of it being a protein source. And it's going to be bonus if it's mainly lean protein sources. Like you have your chickens, you have your white fish, mostly when it comes to like eggs or like the cottage cheese, those are the more lean protein sources versus if you want to have red meat or salmon, like it's, it still doesn't matter if you have those, but you just if you have a leaner protein source, then you can have a higher protein, lower in calorie meals that you're constructing. And the two fifths of it is going to be fibrous carbs. So these are your vegetables, your fruits. And then the one fifth is going to be your starchy carbs. So these are your rice, your potatoes. And what you really want to do is like still experience all the amazing foods that this new culture has and choose the protein sources from that culture that you want to try and choose the vegetables and fruits from that culture you want to try and try all the carbs from the culture that you really want to try. Like you're creating different proportions so that you can have more protein in your diet. And what you really also want to think about is like this isn't just so the aesthetics aspect of it, but you're actually taking care of yourself on vacation when you want to feel your best and when you want to feel energized and be able to do a lot of stuff. You're giving yourself enough protein, you're, you're having enough fiber in your diet, and you're giving yourself enough 
energy to be able to really take care of yourself through the vacation and be able to really be energized. And when it comes to really creating a balance is going for an 80-20 rule, 80% of your diet being consisting of whole foods, um, not processed or minimally processed. And then the 20% being the junk foods, the less nutrient dense foods, you can have like alcohol in the 20% as well. And if you're going on vacation, you can choose to be like, okay, I'm going to do 70, 30, if that's something you're more comfortable with and do 70%, that's whole foods on process. And the 30%, which is the more junk foods, more fun foods, the alcohol that you want to put in there as well. What I personally do is that I tend to, when I'm constructing my meals, I go for um, less processed, not deep fried, like things that I know are going to be really calorie dense and I stay away from those and have more whole foods, but I use my 20 or 30% for things that I care more about. So this would be having sweets at the, like having a dessert or having alcohol in there so that I can have my main um, source of food and energy being the things that are going to kind of actually bring nutrition and going to take care of my body. And then the 20% of things that I truly care about. So if you're food is like a lot of like deep fried or highly processed, it's just not going to leave a lot of room for you to be able to try other things. So this is a cycle a lot of people do is that they try to be overly healthy on their regular days, what their regular day looks like. They try to be 100% healthy, zero junk food. They're like, I don't really need it. I'm not craving it. I'm not going to have it. So they resist the junk food or they just don't have it in their diet. And then when it comes to weekends or when it comes to holidays or when it comes to vacations, they go overboard. They start to just eat like completely off their diet or their regular eating pattern. And they're just eating all this junk food that they're eating all this like highly processed foods and they feel terrible, but also they kind of like retract a lot of the progress that they made earlier that week or uh, all the progress they made leading up to the vacation as well because they just go overly like overboard on their like off days or what their non-regular days look like. What I'm asking you to do is do 80-20 for just this is how you eat what you eat for the rest of your life. Because when you do an 80-20, you are not ever restricting yourself of these junk foods, of the foods that you want to eat. And you're including it even if it is every single day you have things that are not healthy as your 20%, it is going to help you not feel restricted, not go overboard on the weekends, on the holidays, because you know that you can come back and have more junk food. It's not ending, it's not the end of the world. This is your identity, this is how you eat, this is who you are, this is not something you got on, on and off of it. The next category we're gonna be talking about is drinks, any fluid intake. I did mention that it's hard to gain a lot of weight when you're on just the one week of vacation because you would need to go 3,500 calories above your maintenance to gain a single pound of fat. But what I also have to mention is that drinks can have a lot of calories and they are not satiating. A lot of fruity drinks you might be having on vacation or a lot of alcoholic beverages, those calories can add up very quickly and they are not satiating. So it is very easy to go overboard on them and they do not provide any or maybe very minimal nutrients for you to actually be able to like use that energy because we're going to talk about calories we're talking about energy be able to use that energy as something that is able to properly fuel your body and you just 
gaining a lot of weight because of it as well. So when we really made the finance analogy of like spending your money on things that you truly value and care about and leaving the rest, this is a really a, like a huge cheat code for me is I spend very little or no calories on drinks. So this means that I have mostly water, I have black iced coffee with a sweetener, sometimes milk, most of the times it's just black with sweetener so that it is zero calories. And then you can have diet soda, which is zero calories. You can have uh, very low calorie drinks, whether you're doing shots or vodka soda has seven calories a drink, having your tea black or with sweetener. Like those are the cheat codes that are gonna make it a lot easier for you to save those calories on like foods that you get to actually eat and you're gonna feel satiated and you're going to get nutrients from or the like the sweets that you want to try and really save those calories on things that you do not value as much. And also in the categories of drinks, especially if you're drinking alcohol or just literally being outside in the sun all day, you just in general want to hydrate and you want to make sure that you're drinking enough electrolytes. So water with a pinch of salt and some lime in there is going to really help hydrate you, take care of you so that you're able to feel your best throughout the week and be able to feel energized as well. So the next category is gym and maintaining your muscle mass and not losing your progress that you work so hard for. I will link down the YouTube video that I got this information from. My doctor was talking about after eight to 10 weeks of consistent resistance training, it is good to take a week off of weightlifting. It gives your muscles the break it needs to recover and be able to get back to the gym and build progress better than you did before. So it is actually good to take a week off every eight to 10 weeks of consistent weight training. If you have not been consistent for the eight to 10 weeks, it is still okay if you want to take the week off because we are talking about on this channel, long-term lifetime results and sustainability and being able to create a lifestyle identity change versus a specific um, goal that you want to accomplish and then afterwards have no plan of maintaining it or really need to like get yourself to a specific goal as soon as possible and then be, like give up on it in the process of it or be miserable in the process, not have flexibility in the process. We are really wanting to strive for some structure and flexibility. So you can either still like go to the gym if you do not have the eight to 10 weeks, you can still take that week off and get back into it and build up that identity so that for next time, you can actually take the week off and still um, be able to have that good recovery time to get back into the gym and build more muscle and feel even stronger. And of course you can see how you're feeling. There have been trips where I've gone to where I'm like visiting a friend in their city and sometimes they have work during the day. So I just go to the gym because it just, it feels good. It feels like something to do also. And I enjoy doing that. But other times it's like, also I'm here on vacation and all inclusive. It's not really necessary to go to the gym and you don't have to push yourself. And you also don't have to be like doing cardio either, thinking that, oh, I need to like lose weight or like I'm just eating too much and being scared of gaining any weight. But what you really wanna do is like just increase your steps. Having low intensity cardio walking is amazing for fat loss. And if you can just keep increasing the steps, walk everywhere, take the stairs, go for a hike, go explore. Um, just keep going around. Like there's so much times that I'm just like, going back and forth, getting stuff from the room in my resort and like constantly just taking stairs everywhere and getting to trying to get myself above the 10,000 steps and aiming for like 13,000, 14,000, whatever amounts that you is more than your normal, you can just push for that so that you can actually be able to have a more active day and not be sedentary 
and be able to feel good and be able to move around and still take care of your body and not need to do it for just like the aesthetics of it either. Walking a lot, it will also give you more room to consume more calories. It's not going to be a significant amount of calories that you're going to be able to eat because of it, because you, it is very, it's a lot harder for you to burn calories than it is to not eat it in the first place. But it does give you some leeway, not gain a lot of weight or kind of ruin a lot of your progress because of this one week. So you'll say that you are eating a few hundred calories above your maintenance every day for that week. If you're walking a lot, you're going to burn off some of those calories that you're eating. Instead of, for example, gaining one pound of fat by the end of the week, you gain half a pound, you just get back on track. It will be no problem. And personally, what I do on vacation as well is I still do yoga because again, it goes back to still taking care of ourselves and taking care of our body. And this is an identity that you've created for yourself. Habits that are really ingrained in you will be harder to not do than do. I do personally bring all my supplements and I don't really find it hard to take. I don't really find it that it is a problem. I just bring all my vitamins, take it in the morning. And then when it comes to my protein powder, just so I can make sure that I hit my daily protein intake. I also have collagen and creatine that I take every day. I just bring it in a Ziploc bag and I just mix it with a yogurt and add some fruits on top and it tastes amazing. It's not really anything hard to do. It's able to help me keep consistent, but also give me again, the energy I need, the vitamins I need to truly take care of myself and make sure I feel my best for the week. I hope that this episode has really been able to help you have a more enjoyable vacation, be able to relax and actually have fun and enjoy your time and enjoy the new experiences without having food on your mind, without being stressed over food. I know how valuable it is for you to not have food be a stressor on your mind and how much mental peace it can create and how much space that it can create mentally for you to focus on other things in your life and be actually present in your day-to-day life be present with the people that you love and you're building memories with instead of having this constant stressor in your mind. I would love to help you overcome that problem once and for all so that you can create this identity change and not have this be something that you need to have resistance to for the rest of your life where you're constantly like, I have to eat healthy, I have to or I should not be eating this and I should be working out like actually having as part of your identity, wanting to do these things, wanting to eat the foods that are in your regular eating protocol, because this is just what you enjoy eating and having it be stress-free and not feeling restricted. There's a coaching application in the description and you can book a free consult with me. And in that consult, you will get one hour for me to be able to really take a look at what are your struggles specifically and what are the thoughts and the patterns that is keeping you stuck with where you are at right now and how it can help you really accomplish your goals and create this identity change and be able to overcome your eating patterns once and for all. By the end of the consult, if I do think that we'd be a good fit in actually being able to help you accomplish that goal long-term, I will make you an offer to work with me and every client that I have, they either have the results that they want by the end of the coaching period or they get their money back. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I will see you next week with another episode.